welcome to D4 Sports, Day Drinking with Don and Dustin. I'm Don. And I'm Dustin. We're coming to you from Lubbock, Texas. And London, England. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome everybody to D4 Sports, episode 17, our third all-Texas episode, but... This one is particularly special, isn't it, Dustin? It is particularly special. This is the first time that we get to sit face-to-face uh, and do the podcast. Across the table from each other. Across the table. It's like it's like a fierce game of poker. It's just staring down. That's right. mono we mono on the same <laughs> Stop team. Stop staring at me. Stop I don't staring know. at it's me. Weird. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, here we are in your childhood home, in fact, yes? Yeah, moved here in sixth grade. Six, yeah, long time ago. Yeah. Wallpaper's still there. <laughs> same, same. Hey, but there's been a lot of updates, a lot yeah. of changes. There have been a lot of changes, for sure. And uh, we're here for Thanksgiving. So this is uh, November the 21st, two days before Thanksgiving. So this will be our Thanksgiving episode, such as that might be on a podcast centered on sports and uh, consumption of beverages. Speaking of, uh, last night we enjoyed Monday Night Football. We did. And I had the pleasure of, if, I, I'm not sure that's the right word. I had the experience of imbibing one of your uh, fantastic sparkling waters. Yes, and I had a feeling that would be brought up. That's why I gave you the one that uh, I prefer the most, um, and you didn't throw up. So there is that. I, I Pineapple and passion fruit, because... Odd combination. Yeah, well, you know... it Sweet, it, sweet on sweet. And it, 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 it was, uh, to continue the pee theme, it was passable. There you go. Uh, I don't know that I would pour myself another... But uh, there it was. Not, not, not terrible. But uh, what, what do you have over there? You brought something over with you. Oh, just a cucumber melon again. Oh, yeah. back to the back to the well, huh? Well, I mean, when you buy a six pack, you gotta at least you know have a few more. Good point. Good point. And I, um, in D four tradition, uh, I made a lovely uh, fall stew a couple nights ago and used some Shiner Bach uh, as the basis for the uh, broth of the stew, and I have a little extra, so I am enjoying a little Shiner Bach. When in Texas, for sure. That is the go-to. I mean, Shiner, Texas is, is where it's brewed. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's elsewhere, but Texas is where it got its origin. So it's a, it's a good one. It's one of the, my favorite. There it is. There it is. So anyway, uh, we just want to say to all of our listeners, happy Thanksgiving uh, uh, for those who celebrate. If you're in the UK um, or our Australia listener, don't know if they celebrate Aust- uh, Thanksgiving in Australia, to be honest. Probably not. Probably not would be no. my guess. No. Yeah, not many other places besides no. America really celebrate Thanksgiving. No, Thanksgiving is not a thing in the UK, but ironically, uh, or maybe not ironically, but I think humorously, Black Friday is. Um, and it was interesting last year because we moved there in October, end of October last year. So I was just kind of getting into the office and Black Friday comes around and I was asking people, so you have Black Friday? And they're like, oh, yeah, we love it. I'm like, well, what is Black Friday here? And they're like, well, it's the beginning of the Christmas shopping season. I'm like, do you have any idea why it's on Friday? And they were like, you know, come to think of it, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's because it's the day after Thanksgiving in the United States. And they were like, huh. They had, they had no idea. Celebrating an American holiday for no reason. Yeah. That's an excuse to shop. And look, Londoners love to shop. Plenty of great shopping, fashion, everything else there. So, uh, But I found that a little humorous, that there's Black Friday without Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, anyway, it is that, what it is. That is odd. Very but, odd. But anyway, um, welcome to to all. Um, we want to, uh, you know, kind of this week we're going to be covering 
you know, some uh, obviously sports rundown, but we got a couple of them. We got a, another D4 top four coming at you. Uh, we found some something that we found quite enjoyable and mildly humorous. So we're going to hope you enjoy that. And uh, then we'll, we'll just do this thing. So opening shot, though, Dustin, I will kick it to you. Surely you have an opening shot for me. I do have an opening shot. Um, this one is is just kind of uh, odd to me. Um, LSU women's basketball. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going deep, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Deep for D4. Mm-hmm. Um, they won the national championship last year. Um, very good team. Uh, however, they did not go to the White House due to uh, mm. the first lady uh, trying to extend an invitation to both teams because they both played hard to get to where they were, <laughs> right? I did not hear that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So LSU, oh. their best player, uh, Angel Reese, uh, reached back out and said, uh, no, we won't be coming if you're not wanting us to be there versus both teams being there. And I got to say, I take her side on this one. Oh, I, I, I don't know where this story is going because I, I know there's been some press on LSU girls basketball. I didn't read much about it, but I'm right. with her on this one. On this one, I'm yeah. with her. And even Caitlin Clark, who is the best girls basketball player yeah. there is right now, right. at that time was like, no, that doesn't even make any sense. No. And I'm not even on the team that won it. No. So she sided with Angel Reese on yeah. this. Sure. Um, but now Angel Reese who is one in, in my opinion one of the top five college female basketball players. I mean mm-hmm. Caitlin, nobody's passing Caitlin Clark right sure. now. And then uh Bukers at UConn is just phenomenal as well. She's I been will out, take your word on that. Well she's been out for <laughs> over five hundred days. Oh wow. And just due to injuries and, yeah. and pickup game tearing an ACL just uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Good idea. Not good. Uh, but Angel Reese has actually uh, sat out the past two games due to locker room issues mm. and not necessarily injury or anything. It's more of an attitude. The coaches <laughs> has come out and said that I'm not going to you know, get into the business of the players or to um, throw them under the bus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Angel Reese, the only thing she said on social media is don't believe what you read. So I don't I don't know where this is going. It's interesting to me though, just that I don't want to call it a fall from grace because or a fall from the top or whatever you want sure, to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but being as high as she is and the level that she's on, and the coach just being like, "Yeah, we're not playing you right now." So I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. So let me ask you: You play college basketball, although you're not D one, so you know maybe not quite the same level of limelight. But player discipline in college sports is not that uncommon. It does happen, right? It does. But what would it take? What what, what what do you think it would take to bench your best player? Um, I think it would take a lot, uh, especially the behind the scenes. You have no idea what that looks yeah, like. Yeah. Um, is it against other players? Is it against the coaching the coach, staff yeah. themselves? Uh, we just don't know what that looks like. Yeah. But I think, you know, benching your best player. Yeah. Um, is hard to do. Yeah. Maybe not at the beginning of the basketball season well, yeah. due to the fact Maybe that you're a little not less playing. At stake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, like a couple of years ago, the best player for Kansas sat out the first five games of the season, and you're like, well, you're not playing anybody. Yep. Like it was a self-sanctioned, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. five game suspension, right. and you're just going, why don't you do the first five games of the conference? Right. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Big difference. Count, right. Yeah. Right. Kind of like the Harbaugh suspension is actually such a big deal now. Yes. Because obviously the game against Ohio State this weekend, it's everything for them. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is, and it's going to be huge. Yeah. Right. It always yeah. is. Yeah. Well, this is one of those games that, like, hey, what's going to happen moving forward for the college playoffs? Right. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's very random uh, picking yeah. picking college women's basketball, but something we haven't discussed much, and we probably won't unless Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Clark <laughs> just goes off this year. Yeah, which yeah. has potential for sure. Uh, I just find it odd being as good a player as she is, mm-hmm. what that could look like. I mean, I hope it doesn't turn into like an Antonio Brown type situation where yeah, well, you have this guy that was at the top of his game and then a head case. She's young enough that surely you would hope. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't want to see it go. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, a couple of quick ones here. First staying in the college sports realm. Congratulations to Texas tech. That's right. Bowl eligible. Bowl eligible. Uh, although I did see, is it, is it uh Shuff? Shuck. Chuck. Gone. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Oh, really? Yeah, he was at Oregon. Yeah. um, And he got hurt at Oregon, and then he decided to come here for uh, his his transfer. Mm -hmm. Well, he's been here three years. Yeah. And he's gotten hurt every single year. Uh So he maybe has played like three or four total games each season for us. And this year he's trying to do medical redshirt to where he can just transfer and go play for his senior year. And to me, it's not a good riddance. I feel bad for the guy. It's more of a, we're not going to need you for your last season. It's okay for you to kind of move on and we need to move on as well and figure out where we're going to go with it. Well, fair enough. There you go. Uh, Also uh, sticking with football. uh, This again, just a quick shot here. Uh, What's the word of the week? Um, for the NFL this this week, the word of the week. I know. So I'm, I'm reaching deep to see if you remember. We were watching the games this weekend. This one announcer was all over it on the one call that he made. You have. Oh man, it was the the horse mask. Horse mask. Oh, horse mask. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There was this one. I don't remember what game it was in, but there was a uh, on the same play. This the guy horse collar tackled the guy and grabbed his face mask on the front. So he pulled him down. He got two flags thrown on him. And then the announcer was like, "Well, that's the that's the horse mask." And then he, I think he probably said it three or four more times. Yeah, so. he definitely doubled down on yeah. that. Oh, he was on trying. The same. On he the was same. trying. Yeah, it's not, not quite uh, Maserati Marv, but but oh, uh, but pretty close. No, um, but actually, so let me give you actually the, a, a little more substantive. Tiger Woods playing again, committed to the Hero uh, Pro Challenge. Uh, I, I know you're you sort of follow golf. I mean, you know, it's yeah. not your biggest sport. But what do you think? Is Tiger? Here's the thing. So you're going to do it. Tiger to me is is like Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Tiger may be the greatest of all time golfer. Mm-hmm. Kobe, you know, he's in my top three mm-hmm. basketball. But he's one of those guys when they were at the top of their game, I yeah. just didn't like. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just my personality where mm-hmm. I don't like the player that's yeah, at yeah. the top of their game. Tom yeah. Brady, you know, yeah, whoever yeah. you want to put there. Except, yeah. except Michael Jordan. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Caveat. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, but I do, I would love to see him come back and just play very, yeah. very well. Well, I, he's tied with Sam Snead for the most career wins ever. Yes. He's not going to catch Jack. He's not going to win three more majors to get to 18. But I would love to see him break Snead's record and be alone in most total wins. To have something yeah. like and, that. And honestly, I just want to see him come and play a whole tournament. And each of the last couple of years, he's come back and he's like played a, a round or two, and you're like, oh, maybe, and then he ends up limping off the golf course. Right. Um, you want him to come into the round four on yeah. a Sunday, Tiger, yeah, wearing oh, red. That would be awesome. It'd be great and, to see. And playing for contention yeah. or holding the yeah. lead. I, I think that would be a great story, too. Yeah. Um, just to kind of solidify his game and who he is. Yeah. 
I know he's had some issues off the golf course, right? There's a lot <laughs> yeah, of a yeah. lot. Well, there's a That's lot of athletes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of athletes that have had issues right. outside of, of yeah. the sport that they play. Yeah, um, but you don't want to see that. I mean, yeah. right now affect the greatness of what he could do on the golf course. Exactly, exactly. So. And I'm gonna I'm gonna seal one more. This goes back to Texas Tech and golf, and it's Ludwig Auberg wins his first win, gets his first win. Uh, we were chatting about this last night. Not only does he does he get his first tour win, but he sets the tour scoring record for the third and fourth round with back-to-back 61s, which is stunning to me. Uh, I mean, I mean, he went 67, 64, 61, 61 to go 29 under and win. But back-to-back 61s, I was sitting there thinking to myself, uh, what the, you know, and I actually went and, you know, went down the rabbit hole to find out, you know, what's the, of course, what's the, you know, what are the two best rounds ever, you know, and, and who was close. And and I remember vividly uh, 1990. And I remember this because I was in the hospital right before college started. I had my appendix out and I watched Jose Maria Olathabal shoot Olathabal. 61 in the first round of the NEC Firestone. Um, and then he went 61, 67, 67, won by 12 strokes. Only three players were within 18 strokes of him. I think it's still the course record. At Firestone. Jeez. And he was just hitting this one iron off the tee, just blistering it down the tee. This is back in 1990 when they're still doing that. So, uh, so yeah, I was the second. The only, there's only a few wins by more strokes than that. Tiger won the 2000 US Open by 15, which is nonsense. And the 97 Masters by 12. And Mickelson actually won by 13 in 2006. Nobody else has won by 12 or more since 1975. That's crazy. So, 61 61. That's my front nine and my back nine. Yeah. I'm shooting a 122 yeah. and feeling good about it. Yeah. Um, well, I, and I think you were telling me last night that the guy that got second was only four strokes behind. Yeah. No, could you, could you imagine going being 25, 25 under and losing by four strokes? Yeah. You're just no, going, not really. You're going, this yeah. is the best I've ever played. Yeah. And I still. Right. Second. Well, and yeah, well, we've talked about it a little bit, you know, my best round ever was 75. Three over par. I think, I think that when I was at my, playing my best, I don't, I don't know if I could have shot even par. I, I think I could have, you know. I mean, I, I, it's just so hard to put eighteen holes together and not throw out a double bogey somewhere or something, right? But I mean, sixty-one is just unimaginable to me on any golf course, let alone a PGA tournament event. But sixty-one, sixty-one. That's just. I think my best round ever i think i shot a 38 at the local putt putt um but which That's is impressive sir. it is because there's two holes with three <laughs> strokes right yeah. you know um but and and hey i let a while back i think it was maybe like an eight year stretch okay the national putt putt tournament was Ooh. held in lubbock texas whoa what course the putt putt there's <laughs> only one yeah well uh, it's it's no, it's, well, it's no longer here. Oh, well. It's now they they built something else out there. Um, they still have a a course. That's too bad. But uh, it's not the it's not the old. Putt How part. did we never go play that? Seems like we should have done that. I mean, I did. Well, we but I was a kid. You were, took me you were an adult, well, so hey. you know whatever. All right, all right. I kind of monopolized the opening shot, so you you did. Well, I'll give you, you another. You just I'll took give them you another. All with you. Horse mask. Horse mask. <laughs> you did. That's a thirty yard penalty. Yes. Um. So here's one for you mm-hmm. that I thought was very, very much in the realm of, of D4. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a guy, and I'm going to get his name wrong, Dominique Zobuzlay. 
<laughs> That's probably wrong. That's probably wrong. S Z O B O S Z L A I. Okay. Yeah. He is the captain for the Hungarian national team. I that's not a surprise with a name such as with, such as Zobolzai. Dominic. Do, Dominic. We'll, Dominic. Go, we'll go yeah. Tom. So he scores two goals okay. to qualify them for Euro 2024 nice. in a game. Uh-huh. So what does he do to celebrate those two goals and qualifying for the Euro 2024? He jumps into the stands after the match. Okay. Gets around some fans and takes a shot of Palinka mm. while in the stands. And there's a video of it out there. He's holding it. He's got a microphone in his hand and he takes the shot with the fans. Nice. And I'm like, that's that's, that's, that's D4. as D4 as it gets. I mean, you score two goals. Yeah. You qualify for Euro and take, then you go take a shot. Take with a fans. shot with the fans. I mean, what else would you do? I mean, I know there are other things that people do, but well, yeah. what I mean, should you do? That's what you should that's do. You should and do. then you go celebrate with right. your teammates. That's right. Nice. Man, Hungary. They're off the hook over there in Hungary, I guess, huh? They are. I mean, yeah. that's that's something. And, I mean, if I could say his name right, I could probably take a <laughs> shot. So, Fair enough. there is that. Although, after a shot, you have no shot at saying his name. I actually may say it better <laughs> by taking a few shots. Yeah, yeah. He probably says it nice and quick, so the, you don't the, even know what The slurring of it could, yeah, yeah, could yeah. affect it. Yeah, so. no doubt. Oh, uh, one more. Um, oh, Shohei Otani did not... Uh, take the qualifying offer. Surprise. Yeah, big surprise. Um, and, um, and you know, he's obviously, he just won the MVP along with Acuna. Both unanimous, no surprise. Um, but he's he's talking to other teams, but he's he's making sure that they're very quiet about it. And, like, if any team, like, lets known that they're talking to him or his agent, he's going to disqualify. What's that about? I don't know. That's odd. It is odd. He seems like a quiet guy. Yeah. Um, I, we were talking about this last night when they announced the the MVP winners and they kind of showed both yeah. of them. I was telling you that Acuna had like a massive crowd around him, mm-hmm. just friends, family, like let's celebrate. Because that is a huge award. Yeah. I mean, and, and especially the way Acuna played this year. My yeah. goodness, yeah, he deserved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Shohei is in his house, on his couch, yeah. with his dog. Yeah. Like that's it. He's like Aaron Rodgers at the draft table. That's right. <laughs> just like it. Empty room. Nobody's there. Just Nobody's looking, there. Her, looking around. <laughs> He's like, oh, we still here? We still here? That's right. Yeah. No, that's interesting, though. I, yeah, I, um, I, I, you know, well, I'm curious. I mean, obviously, it's going to be big bidding. I, I did hear that he is not planning to pitch next year. He's not planning to pitch until 2025. Um, but I don't think anybody seems to think it's going to affect his contract much. I don't think it will, especially if he's – wanting to get back to that yeah and they sign him for a 10-year deal yeah i mean you get six years of him pitching yeah you know that's That's something should be good yeah and for him to be able to hone in on just being at the plate versus pitching i think i'm not saying you think it'd be better i'm not saying he's going to go out there and 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 be a you know record-breaking hit for year yeah Yeah. but i think that he's going to be able to I mean, he's going to do well. Yeah. So oh, I don't. I don't doubt he'll do well. It'll be curious. Be curious to see if he is more in rhythm as a hitter, or I mean, it's hard to imagine that he could be much better. But maybe he could be. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe give him a shot of something before he goes up to the plate. He'll go full D four and he'll set every record in the book. Just have his dog with him. 
Bring the dog. Just hold it. Emotional support. Bring your pet to work day. Shohei and Wally. We got to get Wally the alligator. Shohei Otani. So he needs to go. Was it Philly? Yeah. No, he doesn't need to go to Philly. No, I, I, don't. I don't like Philadelphia. No, no, no we no. got to we got to come up with something. Yeah. Else. We can send Wally to California. But um, I use that same team. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that's a tough one. Now you can't go to the Marlins. No. 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 He's already with the Angels. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I mean, the see. Cardinals. I mean, we'll we see. could. We'll take it. Yeah. Well, I think you could. I think an alligator could thrive in St. Louis. Well, we're not saying Wally. I mean, you got other <laughs> animals you can. You know. Oh, the possum. Well, we could put get... him on the Rangers. Bring the possum. There it is. We solved the problem. Shohei, go to the Rangers. Ride the wave of the World Series. Grab the possum. D four. Uh, that's a Kevin Durant move. Well, work that's for a him. that's a move going. Everybody with... likes Kevin Durant. Do they? I think so. That's a that's a move like of, of going to a team that already has won it and I, trying to win again. I just wish Kevin Durant was on my fantasy team because I can say his name. That's true. And we'll get to that. Thanks we for We will get out. to that coming up soon. D4, baby. We are back with D4 Live. Live in Lubbock, Texas. Both of us sitting in the same room. Doing the stare down. Time now for uh, the weekly roundup in sports. Uh, let's start where we commonly start with the NFL. And uh, Dustin, I, like Pat Mahomes, am going to uh, throw it over to you, my uh, ace receiving team, to start. And uh, what are you going to do with that? Probably drop it if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely you are. <laughs> Man, last night that was rough. I mean, and sitting there watching it with you, you know, we're not – I'm probably more of a Chiefs fan than you are just due to the fact that, I mean, being a homer, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, yeah. love watching them play. And and honestly, offensively and watching him, he's he's a magician. He's, he's talented. Great. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he did everything he possibly could have last night to win mm-hmm. that game. He sure did. And his receivers did, did everything <laughs> they possibly could not do. Oh, I mean, it M- just hurt. MBS just, he had it in his hands, dropped it. And then Watson at the end, it just, it, I think the Chiefs, they are who they are. Yeah. Um, the receivers, I mean, Kelsey's, he didn't have a great he game. He had a bad game last night. Um, oh, did you see the, did you see the replays of Andy Reid snarling at him on the side? Andy Reid was furious at him a couple times. Really? Oh, man. Which, it's, it's very funny. Like, he literally almost like growled at him. I mean, he looks like a walrus to me anyway. Well, he does. So I'm yeah. sure that the yeah. mustache fluttered. Yeah. And, um, I wonder if it has anything to do with Taylor Swift not being there. Uh, well, you had to bring into um, if you 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 bring in Taylor Swift, I'm bringing back Kardashian from last week. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. I, I have nothing I, to say about her. I, I loved it so much that you can bring it back. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, what, I, I was actually going to go back and listen to our very first episode where we talked about football and the upcoming season just briefly, and I, I remember I, I don't I don't know verbatim what I said, but I know it was to the extent of. I just really wonder if Pat Mahomes is going to be able to do it with that receiving core. Because, yeah, they got Kelsey, but they had nobody else. And I think, I mean, we've gotten the answer slowly being revealed throughout the season. And here's what I want, here's what I want to ask you. A lot of people get flack. A lot of GMs get flack, right? And, and, and Patriots fans are ruthless on Belichick. 
for his GM work, thinking he's just the worst drafter in history, and he's had some big misses, no question. But shouldn't is, – is Reed the GM of the Chiefs? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but I, I think he is. The GM of the Chiefs, who thought going into this season with that receiving room was enough? Yeah, no, I agree. And they've actually drafted receivers the past two, right? Yeah. So Rasheed Rice and yeah. Sky Moore. Right. And, I mean, Rasheed Rice has done more than Sky yeah. Moore has, yeah. but he hasn't done anything to write home about. Well, he's a rookie road receiver. Right. And rarely, I mean, Tank Dell was the grand exception this year. Oh, goodness gracious. You know, yeah. Justin Jefferson was a big exception his year. But rookie wide receivers, even when they're good, tend to be kind of mid-tier receivers in the NFL. Rarely do you get a legit number one in the first season. But they, what were they thinking? Because I And to me, it's tough. All of them are the exact same receiver. MVS, yeah. Miko Hardman, Rasheed Rice. Well, and Sky Moore is a, a little bit different, but yeah. still, the four of those guys, to me, are all the same player. And Valdez Scantling was brought in for one stinking reason. Catch the deep ball. And he, he <laughs> blew past his <laughs> defender last night. And oh, man. You had one job. That was literally, it's literally just one job. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, that was rough. Well, on the, on the, uh, in the world of, of rough in, in football, how about the Chargers? And, uh, and the coaching job we're seeing there with Brandon Staley. Now, hold on. I'm very confident in the Chargers. (laughs) Very confident in their defense, their scheme, their, uh, defensive play call, Mm -hmm. offensive play call. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I, do I sound like Staley right now? You sure do. Because I feel, like, I feel like I'm talking out my rear end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing he's very confident uh, because no, nobody else is. Let, let, me, let me tell you what this uh, defensive mastermind brought in in 2021 because he was supposedly the defensive mastermind. Since he has taken over the Chargers defense, they are 30th in defensive efficiency, 29th in points allowed per game, 31st in yards per play, and 29th and third down conversion rate. I think I, I could be wrong. Are there 32 teams? There are 32 teams. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. And, so and he's not last. He's okay. I guess Sec- he, second to last. You could say that. I'm not last. I, I just, yeah, I, that to me was a guy giving his um, sticking it to the man uh, retirement speech or I'm out of here speech because there's no way he's, he's 100% got to be done after this season, after this after that loss to the Packers. And to sit there and say the defense didn't lose the game while giving up the game-winning drive to... The worst quarterback right now. Prowess of all-time Jordan Love. Well, I can't say worst quarterback. No. Uh, completion percentage quarterback. Yeah. But I I don't know. I That's just stunning to me to see that kind of defiance in the face of facts. <laughs> facts. Numbers. Yeah. Um, to, to quote my profession, that interview was... Might be the final nail in his coffin. Oh, well done, sir. Didn't even have to go to the hearse to pull that one out. Nope. Nicely done. Uh, all right, Texans. Are they for real? <sighs> I don't know. I think it's still, I don't want to say too early, but it's yet to be seen. Because it's not that they're winning pretty. No. They're having to make you know game-winning drives yeah. or... Um, late fourth quarter drives yep. to win the games. Yep. I mean, CJ Stroud is still throwing over 300 a game, but I mean, he threw three interceptions this past game. Yeah. He had his rookie moment. Yep. He did. And they're not beating the upper echelon of the league like uh, Denver. 
yeah. right now. Well, so okay, and we can we can't we'll go say there. we're there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet, but <laughs> but they are. It, it is a different group. Yeah, that they are they are beating yeah. in close games. Yeah. Their victories this year, by the way, they beat the Jags in week two. They were seven and three. And the Steelers in week three. And then other than that, they beat the Saints and the Bucks. But then they beat the Bengals with Joe Burrow. And they beat the Cardinals. Right. So, I mean, that's not nothing. I mean, the Jags, and then the Bengals with Burrow, you know, I mean, I don't know. Boy, six and four. Season ends today, they're in the playoffs. And. But here's this. It's too. smoke and mirrors, though, I feel. It's smoke. It's a bit of smoke and mirrors with them. Well, it's going to be a tough game next game. Yeah. I mean, they play the Jags again. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a big game. It will. Yeah. And it's in Houston. So okay. that could help. All right. Um, they have the Broncos, the Jets, the Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. Mm. So there is potential for them. I mean, even if they yeah. go, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Even if they go four and three. That's ten and seven. That might make it in the AFC. That might. Might. I mean. But if they if they do a little bit better, yeah, um, and do five and two, right? I mean, watch out there. Yeah. So CJ Stroud, likely rookie of the year. Yes, certainly for the AFC. I think at this point, yes, not a lot of competition there probably. But he has a chance to do something that no other uh, rookie quarterback has done, or, or well, in some senses, something that no other quarterback has done. Do you know what that would be? Make the cover of Madden. <laughs> Well, let's hope he doesn't do that. <laughs> Sophomore curse and the cover of Madden. I mean, that'd just, be it. Yeah. No, no, no. There has never been a quarterback from the Ohio State University to make the Pro Bowl. Who? CJ Stroud. All right. Could be the first. There you go. Yeah. Not exactly quarterback you. <laughs> no. No, no. No. Powerhouse college. Yep. Great linebackers, receivers. Never a quarterback to the Pro Bowl. That's wild. That is. That's really wild. Yeah, you would think there would have been at least one somebody. over the past couple decades. Even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and again. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Man. And uh, how about them Cowboys? Man, that was an ugly game. Yeah. That was. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they're getting ready for Thanksgiving, which always matters to the Cowboys. They're playing the Panthers. They know they didn't need their A game, and they did not bring their A game. They won the game. I don't know. It's one of those. Their defense was definitely bend, don't break. Yeah. I mean, Micah Parsons played really yeah. well. Yeah, but their run defense was suspect. Yes. Yeah. To um, Chuba Hubbard, who's – I like Chuba, but, you know. Well, and Miles yeah. Sanders had a pretty decent game, too. Also, yeah. So, it, I mean. Yeah, you know, it's one of the, sometimes, you know, the. I don't want to accuse them of playing down to their competition, you know, and sometimes teams do that. I, I just feel like this – they, yeah, I, they didn't bring – they didn't bring 100% of the fire this weekend, I don't think. I think that's safe to say. So, I agree. Really quickly, there is a game I want to bring up. Okay. That uh, it was – I wouldn't call it the game of the week mm-hmm. or maybe even the game of the season. Okay. Giants and Commanders. Oh. This – and I haven't checked the stats or anything yeah. yet. But, man, nine sacks – Allowed by the Giants, yeah. Tommy DeVito, I mean, maybe holding the ball too long, maybe <laughs> still through for three touchdowns, <clears throat> yeah. But it's it's that that's more of like a strikeout or home run, right? How did that, have Tommy DeVito commander's defense? How do you let Tommy DeVito throw three touchdowns against him? Because, because Chase Young is no longer there, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I commanders, I still. I think the commanders are heading, are trending in the right direction. Just the fact that they got rid of their owner, 
puts them in the right direction. Sam Howell looks like he's going to be good, but boy, you can't. They've lost twice to the Giants. Mm-hmm. But that's I like it as a Patriots fan. What, the Giants had three wins? Yeah. And, we, and, and, and well, that's the game of the week, this coming week. I know. Patriots and Giants. That's somebody's game of the week. Well, that's somebody's know. game. Of, that's mine because we're looking, we're, we're ramping up toward that. We're getting ever closer to number one pick. Oof. I mean, we got some competition because the Panthers are going to have to somehow eke out another win. It would be nice if the Cardinals, surely Kyler Murray will lead some dramatic comeback and against some other bad team this year, right? Maybe. Yeah, might happen. On that note, let me ask you this question. Did Thursday night change the AFC? With Burrow down. Oh, man. And Andrews, although Andrews now reports maybe he's not done for the full season, but. There were so many. I mean, even Lamar Jackson went down for a little bit. Yeah. Um, there was a b- bunch of injuries that night. There may have been injuries going yeah, into well, the game that nobody, nobody knew about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I I don't know if it fully changed. I think the Mark Andrews, if he is out for the season, definitely changes yeah. that division. Mm-hmm. The, the way the Bengals have been playing anyway, I don't think it, it would change it. To oh, see, I think with Burrow, they finally start. I think if Burrow stays in that game, they got a good chance to win that. Maybe, and, maybe. yeah. I mean, the the Ravens' defense is is pretty legit. Yeah, and I mean, Lamar just kind of does his thing. You know, he'll he'll have a you know yeah fifty five percent completion rating, but he'll run for you know sixty. Well, I, I, although I, he didn't he yeah. didn't do a whole lot this past game. No, it, it, it'll be interesting because I, I have a feeling that Andrews being out even for four or five games is going to make a huge difference in that offense. And I think the Bengals are now officially done. I, I do think and, the Bengals are officially done. And so even though they were at the bottom of that division, they had a winning record. They were trending in the right direction. And I guess we'll find out what uh, what's their backup quarterback's name? Browning. Browning. Well, we'll find out what Browning can do. But, uh, but here's the thing. Yeah. The Steelers lost to the Browns. Yeah. The Browns are out their quarterback. Yeah. They still have a stellar defense. Yeah. But oh, they got Joe Flacco now. Oh, they do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because that's gonna fix something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But, um, but with the Chiefs' loss, right? They come back to the pack even further. I mean, that AFC is a crowded house right now. It is. It is. I just the Steelers needed that win. They. No. Oh, yeah. They well, I needed really, that win. Well. Yeah. Uh, well yes. Yeah. But, but anyway, yes. I mean, it was an ugly game. It was. The de- but both defenses are good yeah. for the most part. Um, the only offense in that game was Warren for yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, Pittsburgh had nothing else right. going for them. Yeah. And it well, they came... fired their offensive coordinator now, though. Well, right. So. Well, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. It's, that's going to be, I think, obviously right now, that's the division to watch. It's not oh, pretty football absolutely. by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But. It's wins-losses, right? And that's what gets you in the playoffs. I've got in my notes the AFC North and the West are the most interesting divisions right now. Yes. Hands down. Yes. Because most of the other divisions are kind of falling out pretty much like we expected. Mm -hmm. The AFC South is actually mildly interesting, obviously with the emergence of the Texans and the Colts overachieving. And Jacksonville not looking quite as good as people thought. But the NFC West is still the Niners and, you know, and mildly overachieving Seahawks. The NFC North is... The Lions, which is cool, but other than that, there's no, the NFC South is worthless. The NFC East has fallen out pretty much like we expected. AFC East, pretty much, although, you know, the only real support, I mean, obviously Rodgers going out takes the Jets out of the picture. So the West with the Chargers floundering, the Raiders suddenly playing good football with the new coach. The Broncos, 
Sean Payton pushing him for the for yeah, hero ball. You. That's on I you. I know. I, 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 that does a Solely D4, on you. D4 curse of some sort. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, and then the Chiefs, vulnerable. And the AFC North, I mean, I that they're the only teams to watch right now. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are still the Dolphins, and they're exciting. We'll see if they... Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna come down to who peaks at the right time. And I, I going out again. Yeah, we'll see yes. how bad that is. Yeah, he theoretically supposedly has a chance to play Friday. But we'll, I guess we'll see. So, I guess the Jets. You know, right? Oh, a couple other nuggets. Brock Purdy, tidy little game this weekend. Twenty-one of twenty-five for three hundred and thirty-three yards and three touchdowns. Oh, that's a one fifty-eight point three rating. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a high rating. That's perfect. In fact, I know. That's why pretty, you can't get much higher. Pretty solid. And and uh, everybody's favorite fantasy pickup for the week, tight end. Who is it? Chargers? Oh, yeah. Who is it? Stone, Stone Smart. Smart. Woo! Except Smart with two Ts. Well, that, that makes it even more of a D4 name. Right. Stone Smart. College? Remember? Do you remember? We looked it up. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. That's right. Stone Smart. How Old about Old th- this game right here? The Lions and the Bears. Right? This is your Wizard of Oz game. Yeah. Is it? I guess. You know, Lions, <laughs> Bears, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So the past decade that we've been talking football, yeah. what has been our line for the Lions? Lions going to lion. Lions going to lion. What happens this game? The Bears are going to lion. Yeah, I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious. You're yeah. up 12? I think with 12, yeah. Four and a half minutes to go in the yeah. game. Yep. They well, just collapsed. We were sitting there on the couch, and I was asking, and I almost said I didn't quite have the guts to call three and out, and then the, the, after the after the line scored, I was going to say three and out and the line score. I didn't quite call the three and out, but man, Aiden Hutchinson on that third down, absolute beast. Oh my goodness, absolute beast. I he unblocked or he just created the no, whole, he just ran through. Him. I mean, yeah. he's goodness gracious, he's a he's the next. True dominating and, defenseman and, in this league. And the heady play after the fumble, mm-hmm. the lineman trying to go pick it up, Hutchinson yeah. just pushes Push him out of the way. And he kicks the ball in that was, through the end zone for a safety. Yeah. Um, they, that was impressive for the Lions itself. And on the flip side of that, impressively bad for the Bears. Yeah. Because the play calling at the end yeah. and all of that. So maybe okay. the voices in Justin Fields' heads, I don't know. Who knows? So Eberflus, is he back next year? Or is he done? What this carousel for the Bears yeah. of of coaches? Yeah. I don't know if he's back. That they're they're not good. They're no, not good. Yeah. And the bigger question: Do they move on from Fields? If they have the number one pick, and you have several good quarterbacks sitting there waiting waiting to be taken. Oh, that's a tough choice because Fields. Obviously, has a lot of work to do as a passer, but he has shown he's had those moments. He's Where had he's moments the leading rusher in the league. Well, he's that, you know. But you is know, this almost the Trubisky? Where okay, he's he's been our guy, but he's not doing what we want him to do, and we're going to bring in somebody else, which is what they did with Justin Fields. Wouldn't it right? be phenomenal if you got Bears number one, Cardinals number two, with Fields and Murray, the incumbent who? You know, in the last 18 months, everybody loved. Mm-hmm. They can go quarterback, quarterback, deal those guys. But who's going to take them? I don't know. 
I don't know who are the quarterbacks that they're going to get. I mean, is it going to be Caleb Williams and Penix? Yeah, uh, Drake May. Drake May, yeah. North Carolina. M-A-Y-E. He's, he's really good, too. Yep. Um, I, but I think right now, I'm, I don't know, Caleb Williams, USC's not playing up to par. Yeah, but Caleb Williams is going to be the real deal, I think. He is. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's not Trey Lance. But and, well, and Penix, Penix is going to be interesting as well, yeah. due to the fact. I mean, he's another lefty. He's a Tua. Well, yeah, that's that's a big one. But it, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Any other uh, any other NFL thoughts? Obviously, we have the Thanksgiving week coming up. So uh, lots of football, lots of primetime games. Three games on Thursday. One game on Black Friday. Black Friday new Friday one. Game. New one. New one. Yeah. So. Throwing that in there. Um, yeah, should be good. There's your any other sports you want to you want to oh, I, I have one I have to throw in, and I only have to throw it in because um, it's uh, a D four name. Well, I have two bits: hockey and hockey. One, the Vancouver Canucks right now have have the three highest scoring players in the NHL, and one of whom is a defenseman, by the way. Wow, which is pretty fantastic. And the seventh best goaltender, and somehow they're only in seventh place in their division. And by the way. Their uh, their goaltender is named Thatcher Demko, which is pretty D four. But the reason Thatcher. I really had to get here was because there was the ult- I found the ultimate D four name. This man's name has six K's. Uko Pekka Lukanen, U K K O hyphen P E K K A. Uko Pekka, and then his last name L U U K K O N E N. Lukanen, Uko Pekka Lukanen. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're good or not, but I will say you have officially been adopted into the uh, uh, ranks of the D4. Uh, maybe not the Hall of Fame, but uh, you're you're a friend of D4 with a name like that. Anybody with six Ks in their name is a friend of D4. I mean, that's impressive. That's a- and I wonder how long it took to learn how to spell his own name. Oh man, maybe that's a common name in Finland. Maybe I don't know. Not, it's not not here. We'll say that. Lukanen. Dustin, uh, right after we finished recording, in fact, send me uh, a, a really uh, just a, a classic D4 opportunity. Oh, man. It was, I saw it literally. I went, sat at the table, and it was on Sports Center, and it all popped up, and I just went, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and it, it, it centers around names and team names. So, but before we dive into that, uh, we're going to do a, a quick uh, D4 fantasy update. Do we um, have to? What's that? So do we have to? Well, we probably should. Ah, okay, okay. I feel, I mean, I'm happy to share. I mean, we can skip the NBA part. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'd like to. Wait, we played head-to-head last week, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah, we did. I and so. uh, let's see, going into that, I think I was, what, I was 20 and 4, and you were what, less than 14 that. and 10. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right now, I'm now 25 and 7, and you're 17 and 15. Yeah, you beat me. And I did. You did. 5-3. Five, 5-3. Five, five, three. Yeah. Yeah, well, close. well, if if we're taking the, the actual stats Here that, comes. that, you know, basketball players count. The ones that matter, sure. Points, rebounds, and assists. Mm-hmm. 
I won those. Yeah. Those are my three. Yeah. You won what? Field goal percentage. Nobody yeah. keeps track of that. Free, Free throw percentage. Yeah. That's just dumb. Three pointers made. Three pointers made. I'll give you that one. Blocks. Blocks. Steals. And that's all all of yours are defense. Well, hey, man. Well, shooting. I can't rebound, so, you know. No. But, well, hey, I, at con- this point. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I am I am several games clear of the pack at this point. But season's still early. One quick question. Yeah, yeah. Name one player on your team that you drafted. Well, I drafted all of them. No, you auto-drafted. Yeah, well, that's right, because I, as a smart GM, knowing that I, I was, you know, I had other pressing things to do, namely sleep at 3 a.m. when it was going on, I delegated my responsibilities. I put the right people around me that put me in the best position to win. Fair Des- enough. Desmond Bain. Love that guy. Fair enough. Where did he go to college? Don't care. Not important. Let's talk about GMing during the week because two guys I picked up this week, these are my notes. Duncan Robinson, who I have no idea who that is. Yeah, how'd he go off for 29 in one game? 26 points with six three points made. And then I went, oh, I got to get another body on the court because that was my big, the biggest challenge this week was I had a lot of guys injured. And so you just had more guys. And so I just had to roll bodies in. So I picked up Jordan Clarkson, who gave me 37. Woo! Thank you, whoever you are, Jordan Clarkson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what team he plays for. Utah. Yeah, well, of course, Utah. Right. Love the Jazz. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Trying right. to push off. All right. There we go. Okay, so let's talk something maybe that's a little more positive toward you, our fantasy football competition. You, uh, 5-3 in the DraftKings, but pick them just. I kind of I got on the high side Oh, this you're week. killing me now. I, I, we, we picked four games different. You got all four of them. But I just want to, I want to go on record here. First was the Bengals. Okay, which Bengals-Ravens with Burrow in, that's not a bad pick. I don't feel bad losing the Bengals-Ravens. I took the Bengals. And all the other games I picked, they were close. They had a chance to win. Browns-Steelers. Steelers-Browns. Cardinals-Texans. Cardinals had a chance to win that one. Probably should have won Probably should have won that one. And then Chiefs-Eagles last night. Yes. So, you know. I Not terrible picks. No, they're, they're, that one didn't really go. I didn't pick anything crazy, but, ah, man, lost all four. So you're up. You're up six now in Pick'em. So and, and I would be remiss not to mention who won the week. Yeah. Man. And I have to celebrate her because she's my wife. As much as I'm like, this woman would... Although, you know what? Again, I've been married to her for 30 years. And she's like, oh, who won the game last night? For the first time in 30 years, she cares about who wins football. But Karen, my lovely wife, beans on toast... Uh, as her team name, representing our, you know, move to London. And she won the week with 11 correct uh, picks this week. So she would, if, if she would have started when everyone else, I know, I, look, she would probably look, be in first place. I am in last. Uh, the only people I'm ahead of are Allie, who didn't make her picks for like eight games one week. And then Becca and my wife, who started in week two. I, I it's, it's embarrassing. It's mildly embarrassing. I mean, it's like those who try to do the bracket for March Madness, and they do it based off of knowing who plays for which teams. Well, and then somebody else does right. the mascot pick. Yeah, right. And who does better, the mascot pick? That's right. Well, I'm glad you brought up the mascots. That was a beautiful segue, sir. Because because we're gonna we're gonna dive back into the uh, the team names that that Dustin found last week, and those would have been from which league, Dustin? The PLL. PLL, baby. That is the Premier Lacrosse League. Uh-huh. Now in America. Absolutely. And and I, I gotta say, I mean, there's only eight teams, 
But if you're talking across the league, these might be the best names out there, right? I mean, period. And let's face it, when you're picking new team names, it's not easy, right? No, at all. Because uh, the last thing the world needs is another Tigers. Or another uh, football wild, team. Wildcats. Well, okay, yeah, sure. You know, or so it's tough, right? And, and so, you know, here, here's a, a selection, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to save some of the best ones for the last, but I mean, the California Redwoods. You kind of could have guessed that one, I yeah, guess. Yeah, okay. That's that's not not... The Utah Archers. All right, fair enough. Not my favorite. The Denver Outlaws. Outlaws, always good. The Carolina Chaos. That's a fun one. Brilliant. That's a fun one. The Boston, and I thought this was the Boston Cannon, but it's the Boston Cannons, right. which is still cool. I'm a, see, I'm a sucker for, like, the singular names. If you can come up with a good singular name, like the Orlando Magic or the Heat when they came in, good. The right? Jazz. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the New York Atlas, the Maryland Whip Snakes, the Whip Snakes, Whip Snakes. That's brilliant, but it's still not the best one. Which is the best one? Oh, it's the Philly Water Dogs. The baby. Water Dogs, the Philly Water Dogs, which I'm gonna tab as my team to follow for yeah. the PLL. Yeah. Which one? Did I? I can't remember who did I, I pick. I think you either said the Cannons or the Whip Snakes. Yeah. But I think it was the Cannons. I think it was the Cannons too. Yeah, I like the Boston Cannons. That's a good name. So anyway, so that, that led us to thinking, you know, okay, so let's do a D4 top four of our favorite, you know, team names, you know, a, a, across the board, across all of sports. And so this, I mean, you talk about a rabbit hole. Oh, my gosh. Um, rabbit hole beyond belief. There is some great stuff out there. And this can coincide with almost our animal one, you yeah, know, well, with the mascots yeah. and everything. Well, let me ask you this, though. What do you think is the most used, and, and this is college, okay, because, okay. I mean, uh, Taken out, although they, there's some of these in the, in the professional leagues too. What do you think is the most used mascot or most, you know, yeah, not, not necessarily physical mascot, but uh, nickname? I'm going to say Lions. Uh, and you'd be wrong about that. Usually am. Yeah. Um, the Eagles. Some form of Eagles. There's 118. Yeah. See, that would have been my second guess due to the fact that my kid's school's mascot's an Eagle. There you go. But. At number two. And, and my high school was a Lion. So, boom. There, there you, you go. go. Number two would be some variety of Hawk. At 106, and number three would be uh, Tigers at 72. And then. See, if you would have said just animal yeah. in general, right. I would have led with bird because. Lots of birds. I mean, lots of lots birds. Lots of birds. Out there. Yeah. A lot of, lot of variations on ducks, uh, which I, strikes me as not particularly the most um, fierce of all animals, but but a variety of, of, of duck options. Uh, a lot of turtle options out there, uh, you know, kind of curiously. Um, but yeah, like, and see, these are some honorable mentions for me. Uh, the Richland College Thunder Ducks. The Thunder Ducks. Thunder Ducks, which I think is good. The Century Wood Ducks, which doesn't sound particularly uh, frightening, uh, frightening to me. But um, those are a couple. What are what are some of your um, what are some of your honorable mentions? Uh, one of my honorable mentions is uh, the High School of Polka. Their mascot, the uh, the dots, the polka dots. The polka dots, spelled P O C A. Um, and, and you can really go down a major rabbit hole when it comes to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even go to the high school level. But nah, yeah. And I saw, I saw some from high school, the orphans. Um, <laughs> that's, that's one. The orphans. Um, the, I think it's, it's Campbell camels. Oh, sure. That's a, that's a fun college yeah. one. Um, so there, man, there are so many different and, and we'll get into this as well with our top four, but minor league baseball, man. Oh, 
some good minor league baseball. Too. Not not just mascots, yeah. but you know, fun at games and yeah, things yeah. like that. But we'll we'll get into the, the sure, mascot sure. part of that, sure. or I will anyway. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me give you my, my my number four. Okay. And this comes from the American Hockey League, uh, minor league hockey. Also, some good options. If you didn't pick any, no, no hockey. Okay. So I, I got uh, a couple of honorable mentions here: the Syracuse Crunch, which is which is nice. Uh, the Rockford Ice Hogs. Which Ice Hogs. could very easily be the number one, but the number one I'm going with is just for kind of cleverness and connection to the major league. Now, team. now this is your number one honorable mention. No, no, no. This is this is my number four. Okay, number, number four. four starting overall. at number four. Yeah. So this is number four, and this is the the uh, minor league team from the Los Angeles Kings. It's the Ontario Reign. R e i g n. There's your singular team. The, the, that's the, exactly why. Right. 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 The, the Ontario Reign and R e i g n playing off the Kings. I think it's a brilliant. I think it's it's well done. That so, is that is well done. Smart. I, I, I like that one. Yeah. Another one, and this one didn't make my t- so I don't mention another singular. The Rhine Fire, back in the World Football League days, um, was I think that was a great name. The too. Fire. The Rhine Fire. I do I do like that. That's a good solid. One. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. All right, give me your number four. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole that oh, we, boy. we went down. My yeah. number four. I'm going to a high school. Oh boy. And and this to me was just phenomenal. What I thought initially mm-hmm. was a play on words, mm-hmm. and then I did a little bit, very little, yeah, yeah. but a little bit of research on it. Yeah. I'm going with the Arkansas School for the Deaf Leopards, <laughs> right? The Arkansas yeah. School for the Deaf, their yeah. mascot, the Leopards, right? You know, you've got great band, mm-hmm. and Deaf Leopards, spelled differently. Sure. But I thought that was, cre- I was like, man, that is just creative. Yeah. Did a little bit of research. The Arkansas School for the Deaf started in 1849. Oh, maybe a little before Deaf Leopard Deaf. A, a little bit yeah. before. <laughs> Their mascot oh. they created in 1941. Okay. Okay. Deaf Leopard didn't start until 1976. Ooh. Out of the UK. Yeah. Right? I don't think they stole that, but yeah. No. Yeah. So what happened is Joe Elliott tells a story. Joe Elliott's the lead vocals for Deaf Leopard. Okay. Tells a story that he came up with. Deaf Leopard, mm-hmm. while in English class coming up with made-up band names. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's good work. So, I, and somebody decided to just mark out the A in Deaf yeah. and make it D-E-F. Nice. Um, but I thought, man, what creativity yeah, that's to good. have that. And, and now looking at it, completely two different stories. Yes. But they're both Deaf Leopards. Yes. Boom. Number four. Man, pyromania. Or any other number of, of songs. Very good. Yeah, that's that's a good one. So I, I okay, my number three, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go boy, I got so many. There are so many. I'm gonna go three and I and I like this one because um, it's uh, and I'm gonna go honorable mention first because it's in the same sort of genre, or as uh, Alex Trebek would say, genre. Um uh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. But uh the uh, the the City College of Spokane are the Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and Cleveland Community College are the Yetis, which are both quite good, right? To go with the sort of the mythical beast, and this one isn't quite a mythical beast, but I'm actually this one is my number three. This is the Cuyahoga Triceratops, the Triceratops. They went with the dinosaur. They went straight dinosaur, which I don't think I have seen any other uh, dinosaur at all. In any in any mascot, maybe maybe I missed one, but I, I just had to say I thought that was 
that was pretty impressive to go with the uh, straight up with the dinosaur, the Cuyahoga Triceratops. Which is crazy because you would think, you know, with dinosaurs, I mean, if you've got other mythical creatures, I know dinosaurs aren't mythical, but like you've got so many other options out there. How yeah. are there not more? Well, what are you going to be, the pterodactyls? It can't be the T-Rex. It could be the T-Rex. It couldn't be the T-Rex. Brontosaurus? That's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't really work that well, but I kind of like the Triceratops. So I'm, I'm it's Cuyahoga. You got my vote. Man, that, that I'll give you that. That's okay. very creative. Yeah. Right. So my number three told you we were going to bring it, bring it to some uh, minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. Going with Binghamton. Okay. Rumble ponies. Oh yeah, the Rumble ponies. The so Rumble ponies. <laughs> They're a minor league team out of New York mm-hmm. uh, for the Mets. Okay. And uh, their mascot has like, a, it's a, obviously a pony, <laughs> a horse, right? A pony, sure. With like a metal plate on its head. Nice. Um, ready to rumble. Oh, yeah. Ready to rumble. I bet they have some pretty good, enjoyable games. Oh, man. Rumble ponies. Yeah. That's that's one you can kind of get behind and, and become a huge fan of yeah. and start chanting. Yeah, I agree. Nice. Rumble ponies. That's almost as good as the West Virginia Northern Thundering Chickens. Which is That's another honorable mention for me. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the next one, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go. Um, see, so I, I, I found several of these that I, I just thought were kind of missed opportunities, and missed opportunities primarily when it comes to the actual mascot. Um, but I, I like this one, and again, this is a singular, and that's probably why I like it. Slippery Rock College is just the rock. The Rock. The that's rock. The, the, and I'm thinking, okay, what's your what's your mascot going to be here? It's got to just be a big rock. But no, they have Rocky, which of course makes sense. Pride of the Rock as the mascot, who's a lion. And I'm just thinking, huge missed opportunity to you know to have uh, to, to have just a big rock running around. Which that's what I would have done. All right. There you go. All right. Real quick, I have another honorable mention. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, St. Louis School of Pharmacy. <laughs> okay. The, what what is it again? The eutectics. 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 And I think it was like two solids becoming a liquid is yeah, what eutectics far is. Far too much science for D4. Oh, way too much. And I think with their mascot, they went with like a gremlin look. Mm. Yeah, whatever. But eutectics. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll give you that. My number two. Okay. Hartford minor league baseball team. Oh, you love the minor league baseball. I do, man. Yep. They, you got the, uh, what is it? The, no, the banana slugs are not minor league. The Savannah bananas. Savannah yeah. bananas. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. There you go. But uh, we're going with the Hartford yard goats. Yard goats. <laughs> the yard goats. They, their mascot's a goat with a stick in its mouth. Yeah, it is. That is should be an aluminum can in its mouth, man, and and that would be my number one. Yeah, and we'll get to that here yeah, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But the yard goats, man, yeah. I think that's one I can I can absolutely get behind, and and become a huge fan of yard, the yard goats. goats. Yard goats. That's all right. I got one more honorable mention, and then I'll go number one. North Carolina School of the Arts, the Fighting Pickles. I don't even know what that's about, but there you go. But the number one. Is Presbyterian University. The Presbyterian Blue Hose. H-O-S-E, Hose. The Blue Hose. And uh, I, 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 their mascot is actually Scotty the Scotsman. So he's like this, you know, a, a, like a Highlander, you know, Scotsman warrior, hence Presbyterian. 
I have no idea where the blue hose came from, and I don't really care. Um, I'm sure there's probably a good story about it, but the blue hose is, I mean, it's just, it's singular, and it's, it's it, I mean, it's the blue hose. Well, I mean, how do you even come up with that? I have no idea. Right? That's, that's just so odd. But I did read uh-huh. that in trying to come up with their mascot, mm-hmm. it was either going to be the Presbyterian Blue Hose or the Presbyterian Blue Stockings. Mm. And so they decided to go with the Blue Hose. But it's not pantyhose. No. No. it's no. not. But so it's not like hose as in stockings. That's not. It, no, right. it's H-O-S-E hose like a garden hose. Right. But they have the, the long socks with, you know, yeah. your Scotsman yeah. look to it and everything. Yeah. Maybe um, they compromised. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, I, I, found, blue hose. I found that very interesting. That's a great hard to beat the blue hose. It's hard to beat the I mean blue it's not hose. really hard to beat the blue hose. They're not the greatest school. But in terms of in terms of nail names, it's hard to beat the blue hose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't know if they have, you know, what they sporting wise they'd be any good at, but yeah. Maybe like log throwing or something. You Should know, be. one of the Scottish games that Absolutely. they have out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um my number one. Mm-hmm. And there's a story, a little bit of background mm-hmm. on this one, is um, when I was in high school, I got recruited by this college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how well recruited I got sure. by this college due to the fact that- You didn't I, go. I didn't go, and I don't think I really responded to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in all honesty, as a 17-year-old, I get their program, and I see their mascot, and I said, uh, nope. I'm not going there. So, so you did not, you did not go to this college because of the mascot. One hundred percent accurate. Hence, number one. Hence, my number one. It is. I pull the program out for mm-hmm. Scottsdale, Arizona, Junior College, mm-hmm. and on the front of the program is a fighting artichoke. 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 <laughs> It is a green artichoke an with artichoke. eyes yeah. and white boxing gloves Well, yeah, sure. ready to fight, thus the fighting artichokes. What else would he have to fight with? Ah, that's a, it, I don't know. It's got a pointy end, right? Like on his head or whatever, yeah, I maybe, guess. I don't maybe. know. The artichokes. Artichokes. Man, that's, even Boise State came up with something better than the potatoes. I don't even know if they grow, did they even grow artichokes in Scottsdale? They grow anything in Scottsdale. Money. Well, that's about it. No, I, I don't know. And, and and at 17, I don't know that Scottsdale is like this beautiful place in Arizona. Well, if you're 45, you're like, well, you got a lot of golf courses. I'm going. I got, do I still have eligibility? <laughs> Good point. You should write back. Hey, hey, guys. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember me, but yeah, the fighting artichokes. I don't know if you remember me. <laughs> the fighting artichokes. That's pretty good. I Yeah. How do you make an artichoke with me? I don't even know. How do you make an artichoke your mascot? Much less me. That's and, and and somebody came up with that. They probably paid a lot of money for somebody to come up with that, and then they kept it. Yeah, the yeah that that meeting. Yeah. I wonder how that meeting went. Like you've got your board, you got your easel, your, your easel. A lot of options, gentlemen. We think this is going to be the one. That's right. Artichoke. Oh man, what's the reaction in the room? That's it. Is there not one person in that that's room? That's it. That's just it. like looks around and starts laughing and be like, "You get? Is this? Am I getting punked? Like, is this a prank?" <laughs> that's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. That one right there, right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Artichokes. I think if we could go back to college, Dustin, we should go 
back to Scottsdale Community College just so we could be the D4 Fighting Artichokes. That's... Is there, any, is there any school named after beer? I didn't see anybody. I didn't they see probably can't do that. They no. probably can't do that. But if they could, artichokes versus the... I guess you got the Brewers. You got the Brewers. Yeah. You know, if you had a school after beer, you mean the Hops? Oh, the Hops. Yeah. That's actually not bad. A basketball team called the Hops? The Hops. That could be pretty good. Good. That's what they should name the Generals when they play the Globetrotters. <laughs> Globetrotters versus the Hops. The Hops. The Hops. That would be a D4 matchup right there. Ladies and gentlemen, D4 top four. Best team names. If you have better ones, feel free to send them. But uh, I think you've got some stiff competition because those were pretty good. D4 live in Lubbock. I, I, as soon as we ended that segment, I thought to myself, I, I didn't give a shout out to the St. Louis Battlehawks, which is a pretty great name of the XFL team in St. Louis, which uh, uh, I, I was a big fan of at the time I was there. And I've still got my fr- good friend, John Woodard, huge Battlehawks fan. Caca! Caca! Absolutely. That's, that's the way it goes. We're going to wrap up here, you know, our Thanksgiving episode with um, top holiday food and drinks. I mean, what's Thanksgiving about? I mean, obviously it's about giving thanks. Celebrating, you know, being thankful for the family we have, friends we have, freedoms, all those things. But it's also about feasting. And it's a big feast. And uh, favorite food on the Thanksgiving table, Dustin? I like stuffing. Stuffing? I do right. like the stuffing. You're the bread stuffing guy? Yeah, the bread stuffing. Yeah. I know it's it's not, not my thing. It's but, not, you yeah. know, it's, I think it's one of those you either like it or you don't. Yeah. And uh, I do. So. And supposedly my, my wife makes a great one. I'm just, bread stuffing is one of the few foods that I just don't. I don't get is it. Is it too bland for you? Like what? I don't. I don't like the texture. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't love the texture. I think that's the main thing. But uh, yeah, and my, my mom always made rice, and we're gonna make some rice for tomorrow. Some nice long grain wild rice seasoned. Uh, that was kind of a rice stuffing we used to do. But I'm a sweet potato guy, man. I love I love the sweet potatoes. I do like sweet potatoes. I too, like them. So. I like them all year round, and uh, love them with Thanksgiving. So we're gonna enjoy those. But uh, thinking through some holiday drinks. Uh, when I was a kid. Not an alcoholic drink here, but my dad, you know, they would often have wine or, or sometimes uh, champagne uh, at Thanksgiving. And we always, of course, these kids wanted something. So we always got the sparkling cider, right? We got the Martinelli sparkling cider. Right. But my dad threw a little wrinkle in it, and we do uh, we do grape juice and sparkling cider. and uh, was a, or, or grape juice and ginger ale was another big one we drank. Right. And a uh, big drink for us as kids. But uh, it was fun. But uh, you got the top top uh, top drinks for, for Thanksgiving? Um. Not really. When it comes to this time of year, it's the cold weather yep. type drinks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like some apple cider. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's that warm feeling, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, you can get some pumpkin pumpkin sparkling water this year. Uh, if they have it, I would probably try it just to say I tried it. I but gotta find it for you. Man, that just sounds awful. Yeah, it does. It sounds bad. Awful. <laughs> um, I mean, the first drink that popped into my head it was an awful drink too. When it comes to Thanksgiving, uh, wild turkey. Um, yeah. you know, that's, to me, that's just not a good drink, but no. you know, not the greatest. No, no, greatest. no, no, no. Um, I do. I know we say holidays. Yeah. Right? More broadly so holidays. Let, let, yeah. Let's bring this more broad. Sure. Sure. One of, and I'm going to, this is going to, it's an obscure okay. beer okay. and I'm going to, ha- I wish it, it may be out right now. I'm going to have to go look, but I want you to try it. If you mm-hmm. haven't tried it. Okay. It is from Shiner as well. Okay. And it's a, it's their Christmas beer. Oh, uh, Shiner cheer. 
It's their true beer. It is. They yeah. have another one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we used to, Karen and I used to drink the Shiner Spring. Shiner Sure is good. Yeah. That's eh, a little sweet for me now. But yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Shiner S'mores. Oh. It sounds <laughs> awful. It does. And is it was it a chocolate stout, I hope. It's it tastes like a s'more. Oh. But not so, not so sweet that it's just you can't drink yeah. it. And I thought the same thing. I was like, there is no way I'm gonna like this. Yeah. But I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Right. So I tried it. Yeah. And I just went. Oh my goodness, that's surprisingly good. Oh, and nice. so I've 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 had a, a few I, six packs back in the day. I um, suppose you could have a spiced chocolate stout that would probably be an enjoyable drink. I could see that, but yeah, uh, but s'mores, it anything called s'mores, I just kind of initially I like s'mores, but it's just just bristle because of how sweet it's. Going. And it definitely was a colder beer, yeah. like a a cold weather beer, not a um, I'm going to go out to the lake and drink this on mid June. No, no, I can't see that. No, no. no. So, Cold, if you're in the northern no. climes, a cold summer night around the campfire, s'mores? Maybe. 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 Probably not, but maybe. Maybe. They say, no, when I, I'm going to go with, when I was a kid, you know, everybody drank eggnog, and I just hated eggnog. Absolutely despised eggnog. And then about, I don't know, probably almost 10 years ago now, I found a recipe for eggnog, and I made eggnog. And it's a recipe called Baltimore eggnog, if anybody wants to go make it. And, uh, okay, it's boozy. All right. I mean, I'm making no no bones about it. It is a boozy eggnog, but it is fantastic. It's it is it is truly excellent to the point where I've had friends actually request, "Hey, when are you making the eggnog?" Jacob and Katie, in fact, Katie Moeller, a good friend of mine, living down in San Diego. Jacob and Katie, Katie was a big eggnog fan, and she tasted mine. She's like, "Okay." So I would make her a jug every year. I'd kind of like save like you know plastic bottles and whatnot. But because uh, I'd make a, a massive vat of it and drink it. And uh, yeah, my homemade eggnog, fresh eggnog is store-bought. I mean, don't even waste your time. I just, I mean, it, it's not worth it. But Baltimore eggnog, baby. Whew. Good, good stuff. Are you an eggnog guy? Uh, I do like eggnog. Okay. I do. Yeah. But it's been a while. Yeah. Anything else you drink in the wintertime? No, not... I mean, yeah. So I've got my Instagram cooking page, Papa Don's Kitchen, that I've been doing. And, and uh, last couple of years, during you know, once the holiday season gets going and the, and the uh, Hallmark movies start, we get Team Coco. We summon Team Coco together, and I've had a few fun posts with that. And I'm not a big Coco guy, but you know, a good cup of Coco in the winter is not so bad. Lots of marshmallows. Yeah, a lot of money, a lot of whipped cream. Yeah, a little Irish cream in there, and that really that really takes it to a whole other level and yeah, puts it there. So. I mean, my go-to beer, favorite favorite beer, mm-hmm. was always Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And I know that's yeah. not necessarily a Christmas beer, but you can kind of tag that along towards the, the beginning of Thanksgiving yep. as as a, a good... An Oktoberfest, my favorite style of beer. A Marzen-style, nice, so good. malty, rich, not overwhelmingly sweet, not super heavy, but yeah, love the Oktoberfest. Real quick story for you. Um, we, Me and my buddy Sam... We went to this this bar here in, in Lubbock called Caprock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to frequent it mm-hmm. frequently. Oh, um, we, we I think we paid the light bill. Um, <laughs> but we went one time and, and just randomly we said, "Hey, do you have uh, any specials going on?" Knowing that they never really have specials. Mm-hmm. But the the waitress was like, "You know what? We have this one beer. Mm-hmm. We'll sell it to you for twenty five cents a beer." Oh, I don't think anybody else in the, the place 
I don't even know if they knew they had it. Yeah. And me and Sam being the the guys that we are, we're like, 25 line, cent beer. Line them up. That sounds <laughs> awfully good. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> so it was Fat Tire was the brand. Well, Fat Tire's a good beer. It is a good beer. Okay. But their pumpkin ale oh, is maybe, not. Maybe not so good. So I think after about $2, we Yo. decided to stop <laughs> drinking yeah. it. You actually made a conscious choice after two dollars, huh? That's yep. impressive. In its it own was. Way. It, yeah. oh, it was so bad. Yeah. But but you said pumpkin earlier, and, yeah. and it made me think of that that one night with the pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Yeah, I used to drink pumpkin beers. I haven't probably in a long time now. Yeah. Just, it's not. I just go Oktoberfest and Fat Tire, like you said. Usually good brands. Yeah. yeah. Pumpkin beers are tough. It's yeah. just yeah. So flavored flavored beers in general can get a little dicey, but uh, but I got to find you a s'more one. Well, we'll see. You may not want s'more of s'more, but we'll you see. know that maybe one. You s'more. may drink it and go. You're Can you killing have one me, s'more? I mean, is that uh, is that uh, enough to have one s'more? I don't know. I don't know. You don't have s'more of one if you only have one. Great movie, by the way. Yeah, well, I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. You as well. We've and got I'm a few sure more. We'll see you tomorrow. Few. Well, yeah, yeah. Few more days. We'll be hanging out together until I uh, fly back across the pond. Uh, to all of our listeners, thanks again for listening. Uh, give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow, uh, give us a review, whatever it is. We really appreciate it. But hey, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And, uh, you know, to those again in the UK, happy, you know, intro to the holiday season. And you will happy shopping day. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas markets are open. Pretty fantastic. <laughs> There it is. That's our D4 out for this week. D4 Sports is brought to you by Don and Dustin. And by our sponsors, Sports and Day Drinking. Special thanks go to Trey Klein for providing the music behind D4 and all our friends and family for supporting us throughout this episode.